It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off The Leash. Yes, welcome to another edition of Off The Leash with thanks to Greyhound Racing Victoria on RSN 927, our social media and GRV social media as well. You're with Andrew Cuse and about to be joined by Molly Haynes and Andrew Copley. Of course, the uh, Cranbourne Cup coming up now, Saturday night week, the 9th of Feb, the final leg of the uh, TRFM Gippsland Carnival. And, of course, uh, been a great success with some terrific storylines. The heat's coming up at Cranbourne, of course, to find a spot in that uh, big uh, final. It's the Spolly Syndication Cranbourne Cup. And uh, Molly Haynes with us on Off the Leash today. And, Molly, the... uh Heats are coming up this weekend. Yes, they are. Look, it's really only a matter of time before the heats come out. And headlining so far through the pre-nominations is Group 1 Sale Cup winner Neo Cleo and also her litter brother Blackjack Neo, who's now in the care of Rocky Krasafi, who we had on the show a couple of weeks ago. But also another couple of notable runners is Sale Cup runner-up Dinah Chancer, as well as Group 3 shootout winner Orson Allen. And they're both trained, of course, by Corey Grenfell. Maurice Miner is also nominated for the Cranbourne Cup heats and he's the only greyhound so far who competed in last year's Cranbourne Cup to back it up again in the series this year. He finished he finished sixth last year, I should say, uh, to Mossimo Bale, who paid a staggering $11 for the win. But like we mentioned earlier, the Cranbourne Cup will be run on February 9. Dane Swan, I believe, will also be on course. He was on course Warrigal Cup Day and he was a huge hit with everyone down there. So really looking forward to how these heats turn out. Yes, good luck to Cranbourne. More on the Cranbourne Cup over the week ahead, of course. Well, Sandown had some uh, pretty important races, uh, of course. Uh, two outstanding group-listed races, the Maidment Memorial and the Australian Sprint. And also joining us today on uh, the Off the Leash program is Andrew Copley. Andrew, uh, these were two uh, pretty big highlights at Sandown. They were, Andrew, yeah. So in the maidment over the 5.95 metres, it was Deliver for Shona Thompson, who led all the way in that race. He was simply magnificent, paying $3.60 for the win, scored by about three lengths in the end, but really led by about six lengths most of the way. Dinah Chancer ran second. Roger Express, the reserve, was third. But have a look at who missed the place, the likes of My Redeemer, Neo Cleo and Barkali, all group-class dogs. So that says plenty about the performance by Deliver, a commanding display there in the Maidment Memorial. And later in the night in the Australian sprint over the 5.15 metres, it was $4 chance Orson Allen, who, as Molly mentioned, is lining up in the Cranbourne Cup heats on Saturday night. He came from well back in the field to defeat Blue Striker, not available, and Hastings slowly. It was just an average time of 29.64 for a greyhound of his standards, but it was a pretty rough race. We had Baruga, Brett and Blue Striker, two absolute speed demons out in front. They had a bit of a bumping duel, and uh, unfortunately they cost themselves the race. But uh, while Poke the Bear, of course, the superstar of Australian sprint racing, he was the favourite at $3.20. Just really unlucky for a run, but he'll bounce back better than ever, hopefully. Um, so both those races, the Maidment and also the Australian Sprint, carried a first prize of $15,000 on another fantastic night of racing at Sandown Park. Still to come on the show, Brendan Purcell will be a special guest later on today. It's RSN 927's Off The Leash. The Healesville Greyhound Racing Club, of course, a very unique venue and uh, terrific 
uh, ongoing uh, renovation there a few years ago has now seen, of course, the track change, but still a very successful destination is Healesville, uh, one of the very unique uh, racing venues, very special indeed. And uh, Molly, I wasn't aware about the Kings versus Queens uh, uh, racing, which was held, of course, um, uh, on Sunday pass. Uh, explain to me about the Kings versus Queens uh, match racing. Now, this was an $8,000 feature on, held on Sunday, like you mentioned. Now, I really like the idea of this. I spoke to Cynthia O'Brien, the manager of the club, earlier this morning, and she said it's been going for around five years. And it's, you know, Metro prize money these guys are racing for pretty much. And it's a three-week series, the idea is. Uh, the first week is heats. Um, the dogs run against each other and the females run against each other. Then they go into a final. Uh, so the eight dogs there and eight females. And then they combine the first four place getters to make up this grand final, the Kings versus Queens. And on Sunday it was Startron for Wayne Vassalo, who came out on top paying a staggering $14.60 for the win. Now, this was a Startron. It was a huge performance by Startron. I got it, though, for Andrew Paraskevers. was the short price favourite at $1.20. And he did say, I spoke to earlier, um, Andrew, during the week, and he did say that I got it. He really likes his dog from out wide. And having drawn the inside, although he was the punter's elect, it may not have been Andrew's Andrew's preferred box. Now, this three-week three week series proved absolutely phenomenal for Startron. He ran six in the Hillsville Cup to to Mayhem and look it's a fantastic event and I suppose Startron's name is going to go along the likes of Straight Track Straight Track Queen I should say it's all talk who claimed the 2017 version Let's talk about the National Coursing Awards uh, held the other night at Sandown Park look I am aware of coursing but I am always reminded as to how big it is uh, in terms of grassroots and those involved. I had a look at the GRV website, always terrific uh, videos and photos there as well as news and just the amazing amount of uh, awards that were given out. So, Andrew Copley, uh, coursing is going very strong and a great celebration at Sandown Park last Thursday night. Yeah, it is going very strong. A 15% increase in nominations from uh, 2017 happened last year, so terrific result there. A lot of the Greyhound uh, community getting behind the, the sporting code. It's not something you'll see on Sky Racing, on RSN or betting in the TABs, but make no mistake... Coursing is a very important part of Victoria's greyhound racing fabric. It's a form of racing that involves racing one-on-one, so just the two greyhounds going up the straight up to three times a day in a knockout competition. It's run across three straight tracks around Victoria, currently Lang Lang, Longwood and Benalla, and it's great for a number of reasons, uh, including improving a greyhound's fitness, providing extra racing opportunities, uh, particularly for older greyhounds who might be out of form or struggling on the circle track uh, to get a start. But, yeah, the awards winners, of course, from the 2018 season, it was a celebration of another great season last winter. The Noel Banks Medal, which is uh, recognised as an outstanding contribution to uh, Greyhound Coursing, that was uh, presented to Gary Robinson, who's the president of the Longwood Club. Greyhound of the Year was bare left for Ray Hennessy. He was the Waterloo Cup winner, of course. The female Greyhound of the Year went to Gotham Queen, who's trained by Sean Lithgow, Gotham Queen's actually 
won the uh, female greyhound of the year two years in a row now, so a great effort there. She actually uh, gave birth to a litter too uh, not so long ago, so t- uh, absolutely fantastic performance. Trainer of the year was Calvin Russell of Kybram. Owner of the year, Robin Massena of Golden Square. And just to round off the awards was the Junior Encouragement Award, which went to Annabelle Groom of Longwood. Yes, uh, well done all of those acknowledged and uh, well done all those involved in coursing. GRV knows the important role you play and certainly... You're not forgotten and uh, thriving at the moment. More information on coursing, of course, through GRV and the website. Well, uh, Molly, to Sydney, the National Derby and Futurity. Uh, we've had some heats held and Jeff Britton doing very well as uh, indeed in, off the back of those results initially. He sure did. Look, he won four of the National Futurity and Derby heats combined. Circle of Dreams is the current favourite. She won her heat of the National Futurity after a brilliant all-the-way win from box number one. Now, her kennel mates, Flossing and Oakvale Magic, also won their way through to the final for Jeff Britton. Oakvale Magic was the fastest qualifier for the Futurity, running 29.69 in her win over the 520-metre distance. Now, Victoria has a pretty strong record with this Futurity at Wentworth Park, with our past two winners being Blue Sky Riot for Anthony as a party and, of course, the great striker light for the Brett, for Brett Bravo, or Brett and Kelly Bravo. But also we've got a pretty good record with the National Derby. Out of range was last year's winner for Shona Thompson. But I do have to admit it looks a bit of a tough ask coming in this year's version of the Derby. Victoria's Rio Brave and Axel Footloose are our contenders. But they've got a huge card on their hands with Fernando Blaster. He set the time distance in the Derby, clocking 29.61. First look at the track. This dog hadn't trialled, raced, anything. He's also a local, which is surprising he hadn't seen the track. But um, Fernando Blaster has drawn box one, and the TAB have opened him up at $2.60 to win the final. Now, Axel Footloose for Jeff Britton won his heat in a time of 29.78. So he wasn't too far behind Fernando. Fernando Blaster. He did, I have to admit, look like he needed an outside draw and he's drawn box four so he's a little bit further off the rail so maybe that might run to his advantage in the final but Saturday night we will see the Group 1 National Derby and Futurity run and one at Wentworth Park. There's $75,000 being handed out for these two winners so it's great prize money and I know having spoken to Jeff during the week, the secret to his success in these heats was trialling the week prior. It's something that he hasn't done for a long time and he was so sick of just getting beaten at Wentworth Park when he knows he's got dogs that are, are well on, oh, I suppose, well, they're more than capable of performing on the track. It's a big effort by trainers to go all the way to Sydney from Victoria just for a trial, but it's just so important. It gives their dogs a look at the track, Molly. Oh, it, it sure does. And I, I just can't stress enough how, how important it is. I think Having um, worked for a couple of trainers in my time too, it's um, I, I really do appreciate dogs <laughs> having looked at the track and I suppose the locals do as well. We'll wrap up those uh, races at Wentworth Park on next week's edition of Off the Leash. Why are we playing that? Because, uh, gee, the Ballarat Greyhound Club of... Uh, Pulled off a terrific coup here. They have some really big names about to go along there for a big sportsman's night coming up uh, in a few weeks, Andrew Copley. They do. On Saturday, Feb 16, it will all take place. The three big names you speak about are Dane Swan, Dane Beams and Steel Sidebottom. 
They'll be on stage for what promises to be a very, very entertaining night indeed. For just $95, you'll get dinner and the show. Or how about this for value? For just $125, you can invest in a VIP package, which includes a complimentary drink, a chance to meet and greet the three champions, a photo opportunity, and also upfront viewing tables. Bookings can be made by contacting the Ballarat Greyhound Racing Club on 5335 7201 or go to the website ballarat.grv.org.au It's RSN 927's Off The Leash. You are with Andrew Cuse, Andrew Copley, Molly Haynes. Each week we talk Greyhound Racing on Off The Leash on RSN 927 and later, of course, on social media across both the GRV platforms and RSN 927 as well. Shortly, Brendan Purcell will take our call as a guest on the program today. But uh, Andrew Copley, we're about to uh, have many a road show with uh, the racing Integrity Commissioner Sel Perna heading across to many venues and tracks through Feb and March. In fact, I think there are 10 sessions scheduled and three are incorporated into Greyhound race meetings themselves. So again, remind those involved how they can, uh, well, pose a question or listen to information from Sel coming up. Yeah, it's a really great opportunity, Andrew, for racing participants and even the general public to hear this presentation from Sel Perna. They'll be conducted in a Q&A format, a little bit different to previous years, so bound to be uh, very entertaining uh, to hear all about the integrity in the racing industry, which is just an ever-evolving topic. But you mentioned there's 10 meetings. That's true. Three of them will be Greyhound Racing meetings, starting with Horsham on Tuesday the 5th of February, Geelong on Tuesday the 12th of February, and lastly at Cranbourne on Tuesday 5th of March. Or you can ask Sell a question by simply emailing that through to rsvp at racingintegrity.vic. .gov.au. I'll repeat that, rsvp at racingintegrity.vic.gov.au. If you've got a question for Sal, that will be incorporated into the presentations. To find out more, go to grv.org.au. Terrific. We'll follow those uh, roadshows with lots of interest. Brendan Purcell about to uh, take our call. Let's go back to the 2018 RSN Sandown Cup. Racing. Tornado Tears began well wide out. He's going to scoot across and be second early as Ben Arley went through to lead. Quick Jagger went underneath them. Tornado Tears third got a clear under there. Followed by Moment to Jive and Rip and Sam not far away. Followed by Dinah Chances, Zipping Nitro and Last Royal Intention. One to go. Ben Arley turns out of the straight in front. Railing Quick Jagger. Tornado Tears two lengths away. Looming large now. Four back to Moment to Jive and they've raced away to Rip and Sam. Off the back. Ben Arley. Quick Jagger. Tornado Tears went for a run. Got disappointed. It comes to the outer now. Quick Jagger, Ben Arley. Tornado Tears, Rip and Sam running on late now. They turn Rip and Sam into trouble. Tornado Tears, Quick Jagger. Tornado Tears, grab the lead. Tornado Tears beats Rip and Sam, Quick Jagger and Moment to Jive in a wonderful... Sandown. Yes, it was a wonderful RSN Sandown Cup. Of course, uh, Rip and Sam, one half of two of the most exciting stays in Australia. The other half being, of course, Tornado Tears and joining... Molly and Andrew for a chat on Off the Leash is Brendan Purcell. Hey, Brendan, it's Molly here. Now, I suppose listening to that Sandown Cup, 
how how close did you think Sam was going to get? Did you th- did you give him a chance? Because I know watching that race when he clocked off heels, I just thought, how is this dog going to get any closer? No, that's it, Molly. Uh, yeah, I, I mean the checks probably nearly cost him the race. The way he went, he was up up a bit closer than normal. So, um, but that's the way it goes. It's racing, isn't it? It is. Now you've had Rip and Sam in your care now for just under a month. I have to know, how do you get your hands on a dog like Ripping Sam? I mean, he was trained by one of the leading staying conditioners in Robbie Britton. Yeah, no, well, um, I've been sort of beside Robbie now for about three and a half years, and um, we work closely together, and we sort of spoke about getting my licence, and so we went ahead and done that. I think I got it in November, and the kennel block I've got, sort of, he was up there because I was doing a little bit of stud work with him, and that sort of thing and um, yeah so he stayed up there and some of the dogs stayed up there and I've got a few of my own too. No that's fantastic now you're in um, very good guidance with Robbie Britton like I mentioned. Now Rip and Sam had his first start back on Warrigal Cup night in the staying event there over the 680 metre distance after four months on the sidelines due to a broken sesamoid. He finished last by a fair way with Dinah Chancer breaking the track record in his win. How did he pull up after the run Brendan? Yeah no we had a little bit of trouble with his wrist um I thought we had to sort of put it down to, um, yeah, it was very disappointing um, coming back and then they have it happening, but he's had a slow recovery. Um, again, it was nothing to do with his old injury, um, which is the other side leg, and um, yeah, he's done a bit of beach work, a lot of walking, and we got the green light from the vet uh, early last week, and he's back trolling now. That's great to hear. Now, I spoke to you before the Warrigal Distance Cup about the difficulty in preparing a greyhound like Ripping Sam, who's come from behind style, really does limit the way you can bring a greyhound back after extended amount of time on the sidelines. What was involved in getting him back up and running? And I suppose what was his trial schedule like ahead of that 680 at Warrigal? Yeah, we had to do a few trials. Um, It's not ideal to have to put him straight up over that distance, but he just... It's just a waste of time trying to run him over 500 or 600 in a normal race. Being such a slow beginner and he gets so far back, so he probably had a few more extra trials. And you know, in saying that, he, we thought we had him pretty right at Warrigal. Um, his trials weren't far off his times when he was racing before. So um, yeah, it's just unfortunately um, he pulled up a little bit sore. Brendan Andrew Copley here. Uh, good to hear that uh, the dogs are back after such a long extended layoff. I believe as part of the trialling process, they may have trialled against each other once or twice. Can you confirm that? And how have they gone? Yeah, yeah. Since Warrigal, um, once Ribbon Sam was going to go, we, um, last Wednesday we took them to the Meadows after the last, we gave them a 600 in the same trial. Um, yeah, they pulled up good. Everything seems fine. They went to the line together, head and head, so, which, which was very encouraging. Um, yeah, and they're going to trial again tonight, actually, um, yeah, have another one together, so, before the Zoom top. Now, did you have... I'm sorry, I'm going to butt in here, Andrew. Did you have a bit of a wager between you and Robbie who was going to come out on top, Tornado Tears or Rip and Sam in this one? Well, it was funny, actually, yeah. When we were driving home, I said, <laughs> I think he won, and then he said, no, nah, no, nah, the other one won, because they were very close. <laughs> where we were standing, we couldn't really tell from the 600 metre boxes, so, yeah. If only you had the photo finish <laughs> equipment, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so, Brendan, the Zoom top you mentioned... Uh, only sort of two and a half weeks away. And there is a market with Tab with Tornado Tears, despite not racing since way back in September. He is the favourite at $3. What do you think, mate? Is he on track? Are we going to see him racing before then, or will it be straight into the to the Group 1 Zoom Top Invitational? Yeah, no, he'll be going straight in, I think. It's very hard to get a 700-metre uh, race for those two dogs. as They're great ones on all the tracks, and they just don't have them. Um, so it's more just the group racing you've got to follow. 
But, um, yeah, no, he, he seems okay. He's, he's pulling up good, and that's all we can hope for. I mean, the ability will still be there. He's got, got to um, make sure his injury's right and um, keep on top of that. And we really look forward to that. I mean, of course, three Group 1 invitationals on opening night of the Australian Cup Carnival on Feb 16. Now, you mentioned earlier Rippin' Sam. He has spent some time at stud. How's he tracking? Has there been a lot of interest? Has he served many litters? Yeah, it's been good. Um, I think we've served 20, I think. Um, he's had four four litters already, and I think there's another two due this week. So, to be honest, yeah, we couldn't be any happier on what he's done. He's had a very big litters, 10 and 12 litters, so there'll be a lot of puppies running around shortly by him. How much is he standing for, Brendan? 1100 Okay, good value. All right, good luck with that, Brendan, both on and off the track, and uh, thank you for joining us on Off the Leash. Thank you very much. Brennan Purcell, and of course, as Andrew and Molly have mentioned, reminding you the Meadows do kick off their Australian Cup Carnival. Three Group 1s, the uh, Temley, the Rookie Rebel, Zoom Top. Invitations have been sent out. We'll have the fields in the coming week. Keep an eye on the GRV website and RSN 927 for more news on those big features at the Meadows, the Australian Cup uh, Carnival at the Meadows, coming up Feb 16. It's RSN 927's Off the Leash. Well, uh, we mentioned Hillsville earlier, and uh, it looks as though the watchdog might have avoided that 120 favourite in the race we mentioned, but I'm looking here at the stats, Andrew. Uh, the watchdog going even beyond expectations. Eight out of ten winners by the looks of things. He's done it again. Absolutely sensational. Eight out of ten winners, including... Oh, that was actually at Monday, though, on Monday, Andrew. So, right. So, um, well, still... it doesn't matter any day of the week. The money still goes <laughs> in the tab account, and I'm I'm impressed. I'm In fact, I'm, I'm amazingly impressed. I'm looking at the rundown. Every one of those, he tipped one. He did. And look, the longest price one was Temporalis at $6.20, if you don't mind, and also Gojek at $3.90. So they weren't all odds on favourites. A terrific effort by the Watchdog. And, of course, you can get your free Greyhound form guides and expert selections from the great man, the Watchdog, by simply Googling the Watchdog. Yeah, amazing performances. If you multi a few of those and all up, you're going to get a great return. And uh, well done. The Watchdog flies, continues to tip winners after winner. Uh Molly, the litter of the week on Off the Leash. Yes, I've chosen a litter by Invictus Rapid Power to Excite. This litter was born on December 17th last year. Now, this was bred by the James Family Syndicate. There are eight pups born in this litter, four dogs and four females. The reason I chose this litter, or it sparked up to me, was Power uh, Power to Excite produced Sure to Excite in her first litter to Goodsey in 2015. Sure to Excite has had 17 wins from 39 starts, wins on both city tracks as well as a 600-metre win at Sandown Park. Power to Excite's second litter was to Beckham Bale and she threw Got Some Wheels and Middle Distance Marvel, Marvel So It Goes. Now, I do have to mention Got Some Wheels is a 485-metre track record holder at Horsham. Now, I know they've got a huge opinion of this dog and as does Brooke with So It Goes Over the Middle Distance. Invictus Rapid, the sire, had 103 starts for 39 wins. He had seven group race attempts but was unable to snare a group victory, unfortunately. He did finish second, I believe, at Wentworth Park in a group one. He was trained by Jason Thompson throughout the majority of his career. But for all the latest Victorian litters, it's in your um, latest edition of the Greyhound Monthly. And we finish uh, this week's edition of Off the Leash with the Gap Dog of the Week. I must say, at Gap, they've told me, Larissa, that sometimes they uh, scratch their heads to think of a name because there are so many greyhounds coming in, and they say that often families or new owners will change the name to a name that suits them, but 
The name of this week's Gap Dog of the Week, I think, is well worth keeping whoever does adopt the dog. Now, this is San Francisco, and I could not agree with you anymore. Here's a striking four-year-old fawn male. He raced under the name Avatar Viking. He had three starts for just a minor placing in his career, but the Gap Girls do tell me he's got an endless amount of love to share as well as laughter to be had. He walks really well on a lead, which is an absolute bonus. He is looking for a home with a female canine companion and teenage kids as he can get a little bit boisterous in his playing. They do say he's a calm boy who has an occasional silly spell which is always good fun. So if you think you've got home, you've got space in your home for San Francisco, be sure to contact GAP through their website which is gap.gov.org.au but I do need to mention really quickly, um, unfortunately we lost Dave the Greyhound at GAP over the weekend. He was I suppose the Greyhound that everyone goes to and it's it's a really sad time for GAP and everyone involved so uh, we're all thinking of you out there. Yes, well said. Andrew Copley and Molly thank you for being with us. More news on Greyhound Racing on the GRV website and keep tuned to RSN. This has been Off the Leash for GRV. Thanks for listening.